This week, we find what you need to do in order to edit a podcast. And this is part number six. So we're kind of halfway through our 12 part series into podcasts. And really, if you got to this point, essentially, you're pretty much at the point where you're ready to kind of think about launching your podcast. Hello. Thank you very much for letting me into your earbuds. It's an honor and a privilege for me to welcome you to Business Souls, the podcast which helps you maximize your magnificence by exploring one topic about business each week for 10 minutes. So without further ado, it's over to me to start the show. Hello and welcome to episode 25, How to Edit a Podcast. Hello, Business Souls. Welcome to this episode. Over the next few weeks, you're going to see me starting to show up on YouTube and doing some live. So if you want to get involved in that, I would strongly encourage you to do so. I will announce when they're coming up. Editing is unique to film. You can see something from different points of view almost simultaneously, and it creates a new experience. And that's by Stanley Kubrick. I wanted to put it in there because editing, I think, in audio terms can also create something completely different. When you first record a podcast, you're just kind of maybe talking to a microphone to yourself or maybe you're talking to a guest or maybe you're asking questions of that guest or maybe you're with other people talking about a particular topic. But when you edit it together, suddenly it goes from maybe being sort of semi-professional and sort of semi-talk about something to being amazing. Suddenly you add music, credits, all those kind of things. You might even add some sound effects and suddenly it becomes alive. And that's what we're really going to go into in this podcast. Just some of the considerations you need to think about when editing a podcast. So effectively, we're going to start with the sort of original files, first of all. And then we're going to think about if we want to add music, what kind of thought process we need to go through on that. And then what sort of thought process we need to go through when adding sort of credits, either at the beginning or the end of our podcast. We also need to really decide on the degree of editing. And I'll come on to that when we get into it in that section. And then the sort of final thing before we're ready to sort of output our podcast is enhancing sound. So the first thing to understand is we discussed having a mixer, but we essentially discussed last week also having sort of a final place that you're going to put stuff. Now, if you've recorded directly, that is going to be in the editing software that you're already in. However, if you haven't, then effectively you're going to create a, a, an audio type of file. And generally, the two main files are MP3 or a WAV type file. Now, the best quality generally is the WAV type file. If you're recording in MP3, to be honest, if you're doing a spoken podcast, you are going to be a bit hard pushed to sort of tell tell the difference, I would think. But obviously, when you're doing anything, the higher quality you have to start with, the better. So it's really important to think about that with regard to your original files. 
The next thing you might want to consider is having music on your podcast. And it's always nice to have a bit of music either when you're talking or at the beginning of the podcast as part of you, maybe your credits or at the end of the podcast. And you, you know, you've noticed now on this podcast that they're always at the beginning and the end. The thing you need to consider very, very carefully is where you're sourcing your music from. Because as much as we'd like to just take it from our phone and have the latest Madonna track or whatever it might be, you can't do that. Well, you can do as long as you pay Madonna an awful lot of money. However, generally speaking, you will want to consider some music, but it's what's called a royalty free type of music. Now, there are quite a lot of sites that actually offer that completely and utterly free. There are an awful lot of sites, though, that will give you royalty free music, but you have to pay for a license. Now, I'm not going to really have the time in this podcast to go through those, but if you want to either email me or direct message me, I am more than happy to send you some examples of those sites and I will put some of them in the show notes. The most important thing is from those sites, you want to get the highest possible quality. So if they do a WAV type format, then definitely get that. Okay, so you've so we've got our music, but now we need to create our credits. Now, you can create your credits each time you run the podcast. However, I would strongly suggest if you can, and if you've got a fairly sort of standard section at the start or at the beginning, that you really try and maybe make that sort of really professional and concise and and make it sort of fairly static. And what I would do if you're going to do that is actually record that as in a sort of separate place. So effectively, you can just import that each time into your podcast. It makes it saves you an awful lot of time and you can really think about what it is that you want to say. The one thing I would say, pardon the pun, is that you want to try and keep it as short as possible. Don't be tempted to make it too long because if you do, you get into the danger point where you won't make it as punchy as perhaps you want. So let's say we've now got our our beginning and at the end of our podcast. We now need to consider in, in the editing part how much we want so the sort of degree of editing we want to do because obviously you can do an awful lot of editing the problem is you just need to really think about your time constraints so the first thing i would say and it's this sounds like a, a sort of logical way of doing it but quite a lot of people don't do it this way and that is try and record as per the program that you have so if you've got like this podcast maybe a start credit maybe a new section, then you've got the main sort of segment and then you've got perhaps a request sort of area sort of after that and then you've kind of got the end credits. Try and record in that sort of chronological order. It just means that you don't have to then re-edit. If you've got like five or six files that you've got to take things from, it just makes it a little bit more cumbersome and it takes a lot more time. When you're recording as much as you can, if you're tempted to go um or ah or and, try and just leave a space. 
there's nothing wrong with a pause because you can easily edit that out. What you can't edit out is if you've talked over something or you've made uh, a mistake like I did uh, there. Um, if you've done that, then effectively that's going to be very difficult to edit out and you might get some sort of bumps on the audio that you don't really want. Try as much as you can, as I said, not to um and or so is something that I'm very, very bad at doing. You can edit it out, but it, as I said, it's sort of a bit more difficult, much easier to edit out a pause. The more obviously you have to edit, the longer the episode takes. So it's always a bit of a balance. So you will notice that sometimes you will hear ums, ands, etc. Mainly because I didn't feel as though I could really edit it out because I didn't want to lose the meaning. And the last thing to really sort of think about is enhancing your sound. So the great thing about going into an editing piece of software is generally they will have some additional items that you can add to make sure your sound is much better. So for example, you can have a gain control and what that's going to give you is extra gain. So I use it all the time when I'm editing my final podcast. When it comes into the source process that I, I um, initially do the podcast into, i.e. my Rodecaster Pro, it records it very, very softly. So what I find is I just need to increase it a little bit. So that's what you can use a gain control for. You can also use something called a de-esser. Now I don't tend to use that because it's actually part of, again, the source recorder that I use. It sort of builds in that kind of thing, but you can use a de-esser. And what that means is the sort of sounds Essentially, it reduces those so they don't quite sound as bad. Also, you can have things like a noise gate, for example. So I, again, have that on my source recorder. So if I pause for a bit and it doesn't think it needs to record anything, it just basically cuts the sound off. So effectively, it means that in the pauses, there's no kind of noise there at all, which is really, really good, but can be annoying sometimes if you're not used to it because you have to sort of consistently talk because if you don't, then effectively the noise gate kicks in and then you have to kind of kick it out again by talking and maybe it cuts off a bit of what you're saying. So, you know, it sort of swings in roundabouts from that perspective. And you could, lastly, you can add effects like you can make people sound as though they're in a cathedral or Wembley Stadium. There's a whole myriad of effects, so you can really enhance the sound. So once you have got all of that, then effectively you're into your final mix. So you may want to sort of fade up or fade down tracks, but you'll then want to do what's called bouncing the final track. And basically that's going from the multi-track recording that you have to a stereo left and right track. So let's just go over what we've talked about editing wise. You start with the original files, which are normally WAV or MP3. If you're going to add any music, you need to add royalty free music. If you're going to do your credits, you're best if you can to do them as static credits. So you can just add them in easily to each episode. It just saves you an awful lot of time. You need to decide on the degree of editing you're, you're doing. 
So that sort of comes down to two factors. Number one, are you actively making sure that you speak better with no ums and ahs, etc., when you're recording? And number two, do you need to edit those out and are you going to lose the sort of meaning of that particular sound if you do? So you need to just think about that. And you also need to think about your time and how much time you have. Then once you've done that, then you can enhance the sound, which we've gone through. And then the final thing is to get to a final mix so you can upload to your podcast host. And that's what we're going to go into next week. I would love to hear from you if you want to get in touch with me at Business Souls. Like it sounds, Business and Souls and Souls is S-O-U-L-S. And you can get hold of me using that either via direct message on Instagram or Twitter. If you've got ideas for the podcast, please get in touch. Podcast.ideas at b-souls.com. So next week, as I said, we're going to go through how to select your podcast host. Remember, you're not a number. Be unique. Be you. Be amazing. And above all, be a business self.